0: the blood of Jesus what can make me whole again nothing but the blood of Jesus that crimson thread that runs throughout the scriptures hallelujah thank God for the blood praise his name the lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world somebody give God a shot of praise in this house he's an awesome God praise God you can be seated tonight Glory to God. This is night number one. Hallelujah. We're just going to ride the waves of glory with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. So you are are the wise ones that came out for night number one because you laid foundation on the first night. Come on, somebody. And then we just build. Somebody say build. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise his holy name. Well, I am blessed and honored to be at T.O.P. tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. The tabernacle of praise. Praise God with the honorable bishop and first lady Jackson. Let's give God praise for them. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, I I love to be a blessing to people, and I I told myself I was gonna bring First Lady a gift every time I come, because I've already adopted. I I said, Bishop Jackson, he like a father to me now. I said, well, I done adopted Bishop Jackson now, because he got something special going on in his life. I'm not crazy. He up in Africa and all them countries getting all that oil on him. I said, I'm about to get some of that. Come on, somebody. So, so Lady Jackson, you know, now nah, it may be a little bit unconventional, but I bet she won't say no to it. I forgot to buy you a gift. I didn't forget. I just, It was my birthday this week, so I was kind of showing out all week long. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of, I was in myself. I was, I was, you know, I was feeling myself all week long. So I didn't go shop for nobody. So I got you $100. Give, give First Lady $100. Somebody give God a shout of praise today. Somebody give God a shot of praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Somebody give God a shot of praise. Glory to God. If you give, it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaken together and running over. Don't get me preaching early now. I say if you give, it's going to come back to you and it won't come back the way you sent it. He'll multiply it exponentially. Come on somebody. He's Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. He's the God of increase. He's the God of abundance. He's the God of wealth. Now give him praise tonight. Hallelujah. Open the floodgates of wealth, Father. I said open the floodgates of wealth in this place. Open it up, Father. Floodgates of wealth. Increase, abundance. Hallelujah. Say, I receive it. Say, I receive it in Jesus' name. It don't cost you one thing to believe God. Hallelujah. Praise God! Amen! Praise God! Hallelujah! Give God praise for the Empowerment Center Church. Thank you guys for driving all the way down to York, South Carolina. Praise God! I got smart this time. I came a little early. Come on, somebody. Then I still got turned around. I was like, dog, I'm going to get it right by tomorrow night. Amen, somebody? Praise God. God is a good God. I want to say God bless you to my three. Three of my five children are here tonight. Stand up, Ross, Matthew, and Julia, Faith, Jones. Praise God. Three of the fabulous five are here tonight. Amen. The tall one there is Ross. He works in Oklahoma, master's degree. He's a teacher in Oklahoma. And the second one, yeah, amen. The second one is Matthew. He's a sophomore at Oral Roberts University. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the third one is the baby of the family. She's not spoiled. She's just overblessed. Amen, somebody. Praise God. That's Julia Faith Jones. She just got her driver's license. Somebody give God a shout of praise. <laughs> what is the world coming to? Amen. Praise God, take your seat, amen. And I tell them, I said, we're we a team. If you're around, we're a team. We support each other. Come on, somebody. I said, ain't no staying home, and I'm preaching. Amen, somebody. Come on, at least come for night one. Amen, do something. Amen. So they willingly came up the highway. Praise God. My spiritual daughter from L.A. is here, Chant- Chantel Schink. Please stand to your feet. <laughs> songwriter, musician. Now, she does it, all things music. is her. The best songwriter in L.A. County. Praise God for Chantel Schink. From Los Angeles, California, praise God. Just good people in our life. Amen. Pray. I'm gonna get all the little, little, little greetings out the way to my sister, my covenant sister. None. Oh, I look at she hollering already. Come on, somebody. Charlotte Smalls, praise God for her. Amen. Amen. God is so good tonight. I'm glad to be here in the house of the Lord one more time. Come on, somebody. I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, and that with a mighty burning fire. Decades later, I'm still on fire for the Lord. I'm still giddy for Jesus. Still madly in love with my Father. Hallelujah. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Praise his holy name. Well, we're going to jump in. I need to turn to the book of John tonight. The book of St. John. I'm going to give you a backdrop as to what's going to take place uh, for the next few nights. We're going gonna, gonna to take you into a school. I thought I was going to do one school, but then I, the Holy Ghost kind of turned it. Now we're going to do the Academy of the Holy Spirit. We're going to take you into the Academy of the Holy Spirit. And see, that's the thing that the Lord has given me, has graced me to do. I write various curriculums and schools for Christian education. Hallelujah. And so the Academy of the Holy Spirit is an inexhaustible subject. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So we're going to lay the groundwork for that tonight. And you know, when you open the door to the Holy Spirit, uh, you can expect any good thing to happen. I say any good thing can happen. Glory to God. Healings. Come on, somebody miracles hallelujah holy ghost baptisms salvations creative miracles hallelujah so did you come in student mode tonight I said are you in student mode tonight you are the smart ones. You made it out to night number one. Now, tomorrow night, they're going to pack it out. Say amen, somebody, because it's Friday night. You know how to do it on Friday night. That's some that's old club folks. Amen, somebody. They used to coming out on Friday night. Amen, somebody. So, praise God. We're going to have some good old church tonight and Friday and Saturday. Somebody give God a shout of praise one more time. <laughs> praise his name. Now, I have my clock here. I don't see a clock in the room. I'm African. I'm from Liberia, West Africa. We don't preach for 30 minutes. We preach for an hour and a half, my child, at least at least an hour and a half, so, so you got to have a clock around me, I got my iPad, if it dies, too bad, so amen, <laughs> praise God. St. John chapter 14, I'm going to have you stand for the reading of one verse, and then you're going to take your seat, hallelujah, praise his name, from whom all blessings follow, when you get there, say amen. St. John chapter number 14 and verse number 1. Let's read together. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. I'm going to have you read a couple more. I've got a little greedy. Come on, somebody. Keep reading. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. You may take your seat tonight. Let not your heart be troubled. The words of our Lord Jesus Christ in this Dramatic account as he approached his death. He prepared his disciples for what was to be. Hallelujah. Interesting enough, John 14, 13, all the way till about John 20, the accounts and the happenings in the scripture took place primarily in one room. Hallelujah. It is the same room that you see in the book of Acts. First chapter. Where it said that they were all gathered together in one place. Hallelujah. This upper room. And this room happened to belong to the mother of John Mark. Some of you may have not known that, but it was in her home. She opened her home. It was her custom to open Her home for the work of God. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we see Jesus' Last Supper is in the same room. His last instructions in the same room. As they were waiting for Pentecost, it was in the same room. Come on, somebody. That place was in someone's home. So, side note, your home can be turned into a center for his glory. Come on, somebody. Your home can be so anointed that the Lord Jesus would desire to visit your house and to make his abode with you. Hallelujah. So as they were in this place, he began to prepare them and speak to them concerning what was to be. Now, I've been teaching on the road to Emmaus over in Luke, the 24th chapter, for the last maybe month and a half. Can't seem to let it go. And I can't ever seem to get to Acts chapter 1 because Luke 24 is going to lead you right into the first chapter of Acts. Hallelujah. When Jesus, amen, visited those two men in their homes, he broke bread with them. They recognized the Lord and they said, this is the Lord. They go back to Jerusalem and those two men on the road to Emmaus went to that same room. Somebody say same room. That upper room, that place of power, that place of empowerment that place where they will meet and have an encounter with glory that would absolutely revolutionize their life hallelujah glory to God and so we see the Lord now giving instruction and preparing them for what is to be because imagine this you've spent three and a half years in heavy glory you can't walk with Jesus and there not be heavy glory the person of the Christ, you—you you actually got to hang out with Jesus. He, as a matter of fact, he handpicked you for his ministry team. Come on, somebody! I said handpicked. He said, "I want you with me." So, so right, you—you you right at arms' reach distance of every miracle, every healing, every deliverance. Come on, so every manifestation, you are right there with the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, what a time. That means you are now right in the face of revival himself. Three and a half years, you're walking with him. So those two guys on the mayor's road, they were depressed. They didn't know what to do. Man, They done crucified the Lord. What are we gonna do? Because we done been in all this anointing. The power of God been flowing. Miracles. Signs. Wonders. His love, his compassion, his grace, the education we received. We haven't met anyone on this wise, this anointed Jesus. So they said, did not our hearts burn? As this powerful savior spoke the words unto us. So now the Lord knows he reveals himself again post resurrection. He's preparing them for what's to take place upon his departure which brings us into our dispensation. We are that generation that the Lord was talking to. So in John 14, he was talking to us too. Come on somebody, hallelujah. He was speaking directly into our day, giving us instructions as to how we're going to carry on the work of Christ. He says, I got to go. But when I leave here, greater works shall you do because I have to go back to my father. So, I have to give you some information and some divine equipment to enable you to not bring my work to shame. Come on, somebody. I want you to be a power generation. I want you to be moving in size like I moved in size. I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm going to show you how to do it. Hallelujah. Somebody said, follow the script. That's all we got to do. I don't know why. Man always seems to think that they know better than God. Man has a way of second-guessing God. You know, as a leader, leaders cannot stand second-guessing. Come on, somebody. Just do what you've been instructed to do. Come on, somebody. So now many are second-guessing God and trying to turn ministry into something that God never, ever intended. So he's given us instruction. In church tonight, if we can't follow these instructions, we are men most miserable. And, you know, and, and it's no wonder so many things are chaotic in the world and the church today because many have left the instruction. So, so listen now, he, he, look at the picture. He's about to go to heaven. He's about to take his place of exaltation As spoken of in Philippians 2. Where every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. He's going to be highly exalted. He's about to go sit in his place. Hallelujah. So the very last words. That he has spoken to his disciples. Are these words. It's a whole discourse. And the climatic part is John 14, 15 and 16. He's pouring out of his heart. He knows that the work that he's began must continue. So how are we going to continue the work? We must follow the instructions of Jesus. How are we going to earn our crown? We must follow the instruction of Jesus. How will we not have our candlestick removed? We must follow the instructions of Jesus. Hallelujah. So in the academy of the Holy Spirit, we bring ourselves into the place where Jesus revealed This divine person that will take his place upon his departure. Which brings us down to the 16th verse. After comforting them and saying to them, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't be sad. In other words, do not worry. I have this. Hallelujah. Then verse 16 he says, and I will pray. He's praying for us the Father, and he will give you students another. Somebody say another. Somebody said that word. Another is critical to understanding this teaching. He says, I'm going to give you he will give you another comforter. Second important word is the word comforter to understand our instructions and to understand how we are to govern ourselves in our church age so that we can successfully do ministry. It's no point doing the work of God for 10, 20, 30, 40 years and doing it wrong. It's like you can stay married for 50 years and you did it wrong all 50 years. You can be on a job for 30 years and did it wrong all 30 years. Tenure does not mean it was successful. Talk back to me. So we don't want to fail. And the Lord wants us to succeed more than we want to succeed. So every now and then, God will speak to a man of God. He will call a revival. Come on, somebody. Just to make sure now, just to make sure. That we're not letting things wane. That we're not letting things die. We're not letting things slip. We're not getting too familiar. We're not getting too comfortable. Getting used to this thing. Come on somebody. We'll become traditional. It become quesarrah, Whatever it will be will be. We're just showing up. Y'all be glad I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. My God. Revival will shake you up. Revival will get on your nerves. Revival will take your sleep from you. Lord have mercy hallelujah you'll speak to the man of God Say, call a revival cry loud spare not lift up your voice like a trumpet declare thou the will of the Lord hallelujah so he says and I will pray hallelujah the father Elohim the creator of all things I'm going to pray to him and he will give you another. Now my son Ross is a great Hebrew and Greek scholar to some degree. He helps me out. And so Ross, I studied this word another. Come on somebody. And there are two words that's used for another. One word is heteros. Where we get the word heterosexual. That means one of a different kind. Come on, somebody. So in this context, he's not using the word heteros. So we hear people say, I'm something else other than heteros. Y'all know that, right? But heteros means one that's different from you. One of a different kind. Come on, somebody. But in this verse, the word alos is used. Which elos, A-L-O-S, allos, a l o a l l o s is different from heteros, Heros means one of a different kind, elos means one of the same kind, talk back to me, hallelujah, so he says I'm not giving you a comforter that's going to be of a different kind than me, I'm going to leave you somebody who is just like me, we of the same kind, we got the same passion, we got the same anointing, we got the same ability, we got the same heart, we got the same power, we got the same mission, we got the same intention. I'm going to give you another Elos, one just like me, just me like me so so. listen you're not lacking anything Uh, you're not short of any substance come on somebody because if you tap into the (laughs) alos you won't say oh I wish Jesus heard him come back oh lord I wish I was here when Jesus walked the earth he is here come on somebody he's here in the person of the holy ghost come on somebody alos alos cry Ellos! 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 <laughs> one of the same kind the same kind just like my savior so he said while I was on the earth <laughs> y'all fellas should have been paying attention cause now you're gonna be able to recognize the Holy Ghost when it comes come on somebody hallelujah Ellos! one of the same kind. Hallelujah. So he's praying this. Jesus prayed this for our church age. Because one thing about being God, you have insight. You got foresight. And you know the nature of the creature you created. See, Adam and Eve was the foundation of humanity. So, so, so what they were, what they were capable of doing, so are you. Come on, somebody. So Father, knowing that, he said, you know what? Adam jacked up everything in the garden. And they had everything laid out. All they had to do was just flow. <laughs> come on, somebody. So, so, so now more people are on the earth. My son has to leave. He said, I can't leave them comfortless. I'm going to send you an aloe. One just like me. He's going to come. In the way that I came. And and then he gives us a a description. A job description. Of this person. Of the Holy Spirit. Now see see. Many many are are so churchy. And so programmatic. That they're missing out on the heart of what Jesus said. See see see. uh, So the Holy Spirit should not be an ignored member of the Godhead. Talk back to me tonight. He shouldn't be an afterthought. Talk back to me. So he says, I'm going to give you another, follow me now, alos, one of the same kind, not heteros. He won't be different than me. So in other words, so you can't rewrite the script. You can't turn ministry into something else. He's already said that if, it, if this church is going to look like something, it got to look like me. It, it must look like what I did. It must look like how I laid it out. Talk back to me. Then it gives us another word, comforter, in the Greek, parakletos, and you've heard the word paraclete, right? But we have to break that down in two parts to get the fuller understanding of that. Comforter, the paraclete, hallelujah, para means alongside, hallelujah. So I'm going to give you somebody that's going to be alongside you. And See, see, yeah, yeah, I, not just, you know, just out in the stratosphere. Ooh, the Holy Spirit floating through the place. No, 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 no. Oh, God is in this room. The Holy Spirit is all in the place. Honey, he is not just in you. He's alongside you. Para, 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 para. That means he, he is committed to partner with us. For the rest of our life and for the rest of our ministries, for the rest of the church age that we're called to, para, para, and then Kletos means to call out. He's a speaking spirit. He's he's alongside of you. Come on, somebody, and he's speaking things. So the amplifier says that he is. Uh, not only is he the Paraclete, he is the Counselor. Say, man, somebody, Hallelujah. He is the Comforter. He is the Advocate. He is the Intercessor. He is the Strengthener, and he is the Standby. The same Paracletos. He stands alongside us. So why are you struggling? No, let, let, let me say how we say in Detroit. We say, why are you tripping? Do you know who's alongside you? See, my, my kids, they know. Say amen, children, when I say this point. As long as I'm in your life, they know they good. Am I correct? You better say it loud. They, they know mama it's right by them you can be 3000 miles away you can be a 1500 miles away you, you still know i have i got myself a mama she's right along she is para he said the holy ghost is para he's assigned to walk with you throughout shall i say but if you're religious you can't hear this so take your, knock the religious head off. Knock, okay, let me knock off some head. Knock off offense. Knock off I'm tired. Knock off I'm sick of preaching. Because that means you backslid. Say amen, somebody. Come on, and just lift your hand. Say, God, I thank you for this teaching. I need every bit of it. We're laying the foundation. We're just getting started. We're laying the foundation. Para. One that walks Alongside you. And then the second word, klitos, means to call out. One definition means to call out. He, he is my ministry partner. He, he, in essence, is my advisor. Come on, somebody. He, he said, so, so, the person that walks with you, he is my counselor. And then he is my coach. I have several clients here tonight, a part of my beauty coaching program. Several of them here tonight. Yeah, they know. They come to beauty, I have beauty camps. They come to beauty camp, I'm not no Pastor Mercy. Just knock that off your head. They leave crying sometimes. I said, baby, your hair jacked. (laughs) I I whisper, I'm embarrassed, I whisper it. One girl, I snatched her wig off and stomped it. Come on, somebody. I stumped it. I sure did. But I sure did. I sure, because I'm the coach, right? I'm the coach. I'm the coach. I-, I took that wig and I killed it. I stumped it. I said, This is roadkill. I was like this. I started stumping that wig. I stumped that wig. I stumped the daylights out that wig. I said, This is road kill. I sure did. Everybody ain't able to wear no wig. Say amen, somebody. Huh? Because see, I said, I, told, I said, Now you're coming into my coaching program. Come into my class. See, when you have a coach alongside you, they are calling things out to you. See, see, they're tweaking things. They said, no, they don't work for you. So I told all the short girls, don't you ever wear caprice again. You look like cousin it. Come on, somebody. Say, oh, I'm preaching real good. Y'all getting some free coaching tonight. I'm giving y'all some free stuff. I got a retainer fee for this information. Amen, somebody. I said, don't you ever wear no caprice when you five foot two and five foot three. Girl, your leg look this short. Say amen, somebody. Pull it up a little bit higher. Put Just a little bit higher. Say amen, somebody. Somebody said the coach. Say the coach. Say everybody need a coach. So let me tell you what happens. People don't know that they don't know. If you go into the ministry without a coach... You're gonna mess yourself up and you'll mess a whole lot of other people up. Come on, somebody, and while you are growing, God will add to you mentors and pastors and leaders that will coach you along the way. Every Christian needs to be coached because the Holy Ghost, He is the master coach, and He's alongside you conducting a master class all throughout your life. Master class, the Holy Ghost master class with the holy ghost he'll slow you down and say listen I gotta talk to you for a season I'm about to shift your life come on somebody I have an assignment for you you gotta listen to the holy ghost yeah. paracletos one that walks alongside me and he coaches me now if you got a coach why are you talking to Sally Cross town So so, so, so y'all getting some free stuff tonight, y'all. But for my, my, I charge for coaching. I don't, I don't give out free info. This is the Holy Ghost. So they come to my class, you know. And uh, so some girl will join the class and she don't know me, right? Because she, she don't know me yet. She joined the class because she didn't know me, right? She don't know how I roll, so she just come to the class. So I, I just, she start talking, talking a little too much. And so she's trying to teach my class. So I, I say, I say homegirl, you paying me. You ain't the coach you don't coach the coach that's why y'all stuff so jacked up you think you know when you don't know come on somebody how you gonna coach the Holy Ghost how you gonna leave the spirit how you gonna tell God what you ain't gonna do how you gonna tell I'm leaving this church I don't wanna be here no more how you gonna be the leader come on somebody you got a coach that listen he assigns you where to go and where not to go It's a coachless generation. That's the problem. Can't nobody tell you nothing. You think you know everything, so right now your stuff's so messed up, you don't even know it's messed up. Talk back to me tonight. A coachless, a coachless generation. That's why Bishop said, Send the revival, Lord. Cry loud and spare not. He's the master coach. He gonna talk to you he gonna warn you he gonna reprove you he's gonna rebuke you he gonna tweak that plan he gonna throw away that old plan and give a new plan so they come to my class they come in there tooting like this here because everybody think they fine everybody think they fine I promise you I promise you everybody everybody think they fine ain't lift one weight ain't drunk one cup of green juice come on somebody ain't drank no water all year long oh but you fine say amen somebody so they come to my class they be tooting they coming in there. I, I be looking at a corner of my eye I'm just waiting I said well baby that hair don't work for you your whole, your whole swag is wrong that's how I roll your whole swag is wrong The hairstyle don't match the outfit style. Your shoes is jacked. Come on, somebody. You need a coach. See, I'm so glad. I'm so glad the Holy Ghost, he is the master coach, because the master coach teaches us how to coach. He'll train you how to coach. So the same way a natural coach is right there on it. So I pull him to the side, and I just whisper. I try not to embarrass nobody, but sometimes, like that wig got me so bad that day in class. That thing was messing with me. I, I, was, I was across the room, I was sitting there, and I was teaching, and I kept staring at that wig. I was looking, and I was trying to get focused. I couldn't get focused. I saw that thing up there. I call it a mother past wig. You know how they say, you know what I'm saying? They say, mother past. When mother dumb past, they get this little this salt and pepper afro looking thing. You know, I call it, that's why I called it, bruh, a mother past. I said, that's a mother dumb past wig. You better. I said, give me. I snatched that joker and stomp the daylights out of it. You don't need that. A coach is aggressive in taking you to your next dimension. Come on, talk back to me. They, they can't spare your feelings because if you stay the way you are, you're going to miss out on major opportunities. Paracletos. He walks long side. So my girls don't call me pastor. They be calling me coach. Because they want to call the coach out of me. They'll come, coach, I got a, uh, I got a day Friday night. How does this dress look? I said, ugly. Come on, somebody you won't won't get no second date home girl trust the coach you wear that dress uh, bro ain't gonna call you back say amen somebody I'm preaching real good we are still talking about the Holy Ghost I gotta bring it into your court to let you know just how practical he is the Holy Ghost is not just spiritual and spooky all the time he gets all up in your business in your natural life he tells you where to go, what not to go do what not to do paracletos, paracletos, paracletos. He's right alongside you. (laughs) They say, they say, coach, I be seeing your face when I'm about to go pick out something to wear. I say, he eat nothing. I see your face. Yeah, yeah. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I want you that trained to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because I'm just a beauty coach. I'm in the realm of beauty. That's it. I don't know nothing about your career. I ain't touching that. Come on, I don't know nothing about whatever else. I can coach you ministerially because I'm a minister coach too as well. But, but, see, but the Holy Ghost, He's an all inclusive coach. There is not one stone will be left unturned in your life when you do. Let me tell you what you got to do. You have to acknowledge. That he's alongside you you have to articulate wait a minute I'm not coachless why am I confused about this why is it taking so long to get an answer in this area you know why because sometimes you have a coach but you don't know the right questions to ask so I had to train my girls how to ask questions you have to talk to him and say holy spirit I I, I, I sense the need to go back to school I don't know which school, which city, how should I do this? How am I going to pay for it? And you get quiet. You silence yourself. Don't coach the coach. Listen. Let them talk to you. Let them tell you what to do. And there are certain seasons of life you can't afford to miss God in. There are certain things only one time you got to, to fix it right. You got to hear his voice. We go through many transitions in life. And we need God to just give us a clear answer. It's too vague. And I'm going to tell you the reason. It's why we're here for the next three nights. It's because he is the ignored person of the Godhead. He's ignored. You know, oh how I love Jesus. We love, we love Jesus. right? We love Jesus. But he at the right hand of the Father, you should sing as many Holy Spirit songs as you do Jesus songs, and how great is your God songs. It's a Godhead. And, and, the, and each of them are distinct purpose, persons with a distinct purpose. So Jesus said, "I'm leaving." He didn't say, I'm leaving and God the Father is going to be by your side. Come on, somebody. I'm leaving the person of the Holy Spirit. To walk alongside you, calling out instructions, calling out leadings, calling out guidance. But if someone is walking alongside you and you have no clue who you have, I didn't know who I had as a mama when I was a kid. I didn't know. Right, right, right. So I, I made sure I told my kids, you got yourself a mama, honey. I re- my mama is probably one of the most powerful people. She's in Africa the same week bishops there. She's 75 years old. Don't think she's 25. Out there doing missions work, building picnic tables for the kids' lunchroom for our school there in West Africa. Yeah, they put a solar tower over our school this, this past month, yeah, see? I didn't know that I had that kind of person alongside me. When you are 10, you don't have any good sense. But I get a pass because I was a kid. See, my kids will look back and be like, man, my mom, was a, she was a woman of God. My mom was a preacher. See, many don't realize who they have. They are clueless. They, they ignore the power that certain people carry. So the Holy Spirit... He's right alongside us. And guess what? That's his ministry. His ministry is to walk alongside believers at the command of the Father. Jesus prayed it. The Father released him. Hallelujah. And so he's now assigned to each and every person in this room. But our fault is this. We do not acknowledge him daily. After these three nights, you're going to have such an Intimate walk with the Holy Spirit That everything about you will change As a matter of fact Your ministry will change Your reactions to the minute, Your reactions to your ministry will change As you increase Your fellowship With the Holy Spirit so, 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 Is that your wife sir? Is that your wife? Y'all married? Y'all too married? I don't know y'all so I gotta ask y'all Amen hey, somebody Ma'am and sir, amen. I don't want to assume, because now that you can't assume, child. So, y'all in the house together, lived together all them years and all this history, y'all walking alongside each other. What about if the last five years, y'all only spoke to each other once a week? That's a problem, right? Because I bet y'all chat all the time, don't you? Y'all talk all the time together. Fellowship, right? That's the beauty of relationship. Particularly when you start getting older. What's really real is can we talk and listen and can we get along? Talk back to me. Wouldn't it be odd if all of a sudden you start ignoring each other? oh oh Well, hey, how you doing? Once a week? Or once a month? Your wife is alive and well. The Holy Ghost is just as alive and well next to you as she is. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. So if I don't ignore my spouse or my children, I should not be ignoring the coach. You don't win championships if you ignore the coach. Matter of fact, you get put off the team if you keep oh come on somebody if you if you keep ignoring the coach many have forfeited destiny because they didn't listen to the coach I told the devil when he was trying to put me through a whole bunch of crazy stuff some years ago I said okay what you do I will never stop preaching I will never stop praising. Come on, somebody. I will never stop worshiping. Come on, hallelujah. Because why? I got my ear at the mouth of the coach. He said, lift your hands yep, hands lifted. He said, go ahead and pray. Yep, praise. He said, preach. I preach. He is the coach. He didn't say sit down because you're going through. That's right. That's right. You better preach. So who's out there tonight? You've left ministry. You abandoned your calling because things got hard. You got a little depressed. It didn't go your way. It didn't move at the speed you thought. And you left without consulting the coach. (laughs) Pain and trauma does not give you the right to ignore the original instruction that God has given you because I found out that when I'm going through I preach a whole lot better say amen somebody I get all kind of revelation y'all better give God a shot of praise my praise a little bit longer hallelujah my glory is a little bit stronger when you're going through that press comes out that grape is crushed the oil of the olive is crushed out of your life when you're going through Because there will be glory after this. C- come on, come on. It will be glory. Why? Because why? We listen to the coach. He says, stay in your position. He said, You ain't sinned. You just came under attack. He said, You ain't done nothing wrong. You just came under attack. You're not hiding anywhere. Get back on your post. Stay on your post. That's how the coach talked. He said, I'm going to strengthen you through this. Say many don't listen to the coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's always wanting to advance us as we listen to the coach. I'm almost done. It's just night one. We're going to lay the foundation. Huh? So he says here, I'm giving you Elos, one just like Jesus. No, 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 no. That won't mean nothing. If you didn't pay attention in the Sunday school class, who any Sunday school teachers are here? What are the Sunday school teachers in here? Or, which one? Bishop. The first lady. Elder Hoskins. I could tell you, I like him. He got a good Sunday school teacher voice. Amen, somebody. See? If they didn't come to his class and listen as he talked about Jesus, because every good Sunday school teacher trains the class about the works of Jesus. They're going to take you through the book of John. You're going to know who Lazarus is. You're going to know who Nicodemus is. You have to name all of the apostles. You know what Judas did. So if you were listening yeah. and he said, now, I'm going to send you another comforter. That person who's just like me. Now, now, just like, well, who are you? Who are you then? Right. So if you don't know Jesus, right. you won't know the Holy Ghost. Right. Right. <laughs> somebody said diagnosis. diagnosis. That's right. See, so if we don't get to know the, the Christ, if we can't put our finger on what he did while he was here, right. Right. how did he operate? Come on, somebody. He, he, he saved he delivered, he healed, he forgave, he worked miracles, he even had friends. Come on, somebody. We follow the steps of Jesus. So when Holy Ghost comes, it's not difficult. Ministry is not hard. We, sometimes I think we're doing too much. We, don't, we, we want to turn to a social organization. We are a power generation. If cancer is going to be dealt with, it will be dealt with with us. We can't take on every secular agenda and leave the work of God laying dormant. We got to follow the script. Paracletos alongside us get back on track. Start back having prayer. Come on, somebody. Start back having Bible study. Come on, come on. Intensify the praise and worship. Quit shortening your services. Come on. Holy Ghost is talking, but people are not listening. So, 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 so if we're in this church age now, and, and, and this is how this church age determines what God is in. If it's big, and flourishing and everybody coming and it's the talk of the town god must be in it well what they don't know much about pagan religions then because honey they got more numbers than we will ever have you better say amen the wish doctor the wish doctor got a big old congregation amen somebody oh is he in the will of god You only get a crown. Don't say I didn't tell you. Because my, my mansion going to be so fly. Man, my, my mansion, my mansion going to be so tight. Y'all going to be knocking. Get, mercy, let me. You ain't getting up in here. You should have you listened while you was on earth. Go back to the east side of heaven. You ain't coming up in here. I don't want no company. Because you weren't listening. You made it in by the skin of your teeth. You didn't get a crown. Because you did it your way. See, see so, so. I watched, I was, I was at the mall, and I saw one of my clients from way back. I said, poor thing, she didn't gain back all that hundred pounds I took off of her. I just kept walking with my cute self. I just kept walking. She said, hey, Pastor Mercy. I said, hey. I told you, don't eat sugar. Sugar don't like your body. See, 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 talk back to me. See, the Holy Ghost is that definite. He is that precise. Guess what about your life? He knows you. He, He knows where you're going to be in 2025. Oh, let me, let me let me edit that where you're supposed to be. Follow me now. He knows that, so you got about another five years coming, another five year stint. He knows where your life is supposed to be in by 2025, he knows what's going to happen. So he starts coaching you early. Now, one of my cutest clients is here. Her name is Kendra, she just got married few months ago because she listened that boy couldn't wait till that wedding be over come on somebody he would look he he was looking nervous he was looking he was looking around i said poor thing i said poor thing he was he ready to he was ready to leave am i right 30 minutes out but 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 see his wife was coached and she listened to the coach the Holy Spirit knew that she was to be married in this season. He knew that. you, you Follow the coach. The Holy Ghost knows where your money supposed to be. Your ministry. Your business. Your relationships in 2025. So guess what tonight? You're so blessed. You're so blessed. These three nights. He's grooming you. Perfecting you. And refining you. For your 2025 swag. Say amen somebody. Give God a shot of praise. Hashtag 2025 swag. That's called prophecy. We're seeing out. We're getting ready for the next. Because see right now. You should be walking in what you walked in five years ago. See. Right now. Should be manifested. What he told you five years ago. Okay, okay. So, 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 if it's not there, it means you ignored him for five years straight. So, see, time is the only constant. It's going to always pass. But are you going to be obedient? See, he coaches us. I never knew, Bishop, that I was going to be a pastor. I never, I'm a servant. I could be an assistant pastor and your church would be just the best thing in town. Because I'm going I'm to push that man of God. I'm going to herald him. Amen. I'm going to be his PR girl. I'm a built to assist. That's my best, my strongest gift, to push people, right? Never dreamed. Never desired it. I've always wanted to work behind the scenes. Tweaking stuff. Even my, my team knows. When I'm behind the scenes, it runs better. It does. Because they're they doing stuff so slow. I said you, you, you take, you, and I say, y'all making me nervous. Because what you're doing now is making me nervous. We can do this in 10 minutes. See, that's my strongest gift. I had no clue, Charlotte, that the father saw 2004. That I would have to take the helm of a ministry that I didn't birth. See? I I didn't know that. He saw it. So, rewind the tape. Back to 1993. I'm in Bible college. The Holy Ghost says to me, Go and study in the pastor's group. I was perplexed by that pastor's group. I'm not no pastor. I don't want to be no pastor. But I knew in my spirit that I was to do it. You see how he prepares you for things that's years down the line? And there are some things you're not going to understand. Some things won't make sense. But as the future unfolds, you say, I see God. That's why he was coaching me. 1993, who was born? Victoria, my, my oldest daughter, was born in 93. Right, Ross? So that means Ross is only one. My oldest son, Freddie, is only three. So I got these stand steppers. The other two hadn't come yet. So I got babies everywhere. Kids kids everywhere. Are you talking about a pastor's group? You, you, what? I should be babysitting and, you know, making formula and diapers and stuff, right? He sees what you don't see. I'm going to stop in a minute. I'm setting y'all up for a blowout this week. You got to listen to the Holy Ghost. See, if you ignored him for the last five years, doing your own thing, all distracted. Let me say this part. I might have to start the car and run after I say this. Fooling around with dumb folk. folk wasting your time pulling you into confusion all that strife fighting folks all the time always something going on you couldn't even hear God so Holy Spirit has been trying to tell you listen in 2019 this opportunity is there for you but you ignored him you ignored him so now the Holy Spirit through his grace has brought many of us full circle To this moment tonight where he said, if you listen to me, if you let me coach you, if you let me groom you, if you let me prep you, if you follow every instruction. And then sometimes, Matt, God will speak through other people to get your attention. See, my my son, Freddie, who was a financial guru, the one that's going to Harvard in the fall. He said, he said, all these youth today need to learn computer coding. That's a Harvard guy talking, so you better listen. When a Harvard guy talks, you better listen. So I told my two, I said, Freddie said, y'all need to learn coding. I knew God was in that. I don't know what all that means, but any young person here with a computer technology mind, you better learn some coding. I think it's money attached to it. When the Holy Spirit starts dealing in certain areas, you can't ignore it. He won't always talk about spiritual things. He'll sometimes give you info about some natural things that'll come together in the future. So he's not dealing with this right now. He's preparing us. Keep reading. We're going to finish up. He's going to give you another perakletos, another coach, another counselor to stand by you. The Lord taught those guys how to pray how to cast out devils. He coached Peter. Told Peter to not be so rash and quit cussing and fighting and stuff. Come on somebody. He trained them. So because why? He knew that there was a time coming where Peter, (laughs) Petros, that rock, that you're gonna be a chief apostle. That I have a position for you. Peter is a pillar in the whole kingdom. Cussing, fighting Peter, who cut a man's ear off. Who, who, listen now, who denied the Lord three times before the cock crew? The, the Lord took him under his wing and coached and mentored him. And, and although Peter was crazy, he loved Jesus. And he had enough sense to go to the upper room and wait and follow his coach. His coach said, go to the upper room. Sit there and wait until you be in do with power. So, so don't leave before the power comes. Come on somebody. Don't depart before I do my work in you. Don't leave your church angry. Don't if you leave your church offended, you just got set back by 5 years. Come on somebody. See 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 see, see. finish up pastor. I'm going to give you another comforter. This Elos, this Paracletos that he may abide with you. How long brother? Forever. What well, Michael Jackson say? "We are not alone." No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's time to end the sermon. It's time to end the sermon. You are not alone. You are not alone. I know. I know. We're in the millennial age. Amen. Somebody. You are not alone. Don't act you don't hear them songs. Y'all be listening. you you know what? Let me tell y'all something. Y'all ain't fooling me one bit. He. Will abide with you forever. What's your assignment tonight? What's your calling? What's your vision? What's in your journal? What's on st- sticky notes around your house? And if you're more savvy, what's on your vision board? What are your dreams? You should be dreaming. There should be something that you see that you don't yet have. Everyone here should have something big they're believing God for that you know you are incapable of doing it. I was not capable of pastoring the whole church, training leaders, or and I run our church. Oh, I run it. Do it. I run it. Run it because I have my ear, to the mouth of the Holy Spirit. He knew the brand that will come to our ministry. So he talked to me about how to deal with this type of brand. You got to set some order, some procedures, some operating methods, and make them stick to it. Treat them all like leaders. See, he's talking to you about your business, about your ministry, about your department, about your children, about your marriage. But are you listening? No, you're not because you, you, you ain't really thought about him much until I said it tonight. Just be honest. Be honest. Be honest. I know it's a hard pill to swallow. It's a locator. But, but see, whenever God locates us, He partners truth with grace. His mercy says, you done messed some stuff up. Yeah, you have. You messed a lot of things up because you didn't didn't listen to me. You did it your way. So now I brought a revival to bring everyone full circle. I'm going to bring you right into the arena of the Holy Ghost. He's going to be your master coach. And you know what I found out? That when I just did what the coach said, Things just flowed a whole lot better and smoother. Wasn't all this strife and stress. Now, I had to labor. But it wasn't all that chaos. When you listen to God, the peace that passes all understanding will be partnered with your life. So as we close for this session tonight, and we're going to come back for session two. And let me tell you how this works. The Academy of the Holy Spirit. We build. So if you came tonight to run and holler, I'm in revival, that's your problem. The Academy of the Holy Spirit, he is in fact employing a surgical application to your inner man. So, awake, thou that sleep and Christ shall give thee light. So now, you're going to take your mouth and say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit thank, you thank you for walking, for walking along, along side me. me. Now, 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 now. So, so don't jump ahead, because someone will say, well, well, he's in me. Yeah, yeah, but see, you know that. But it's a bigger picture for you to see yourself Is having a companion for life that's talking to you in your ear. Like we do our kids. At least I do. I coach my kids. Nope. Do this. Don't do it that way. Do it this way. You're in their ear. He's in your ear tonight in the name of Jesus. So this week, tomorrow night, the teaching that's coming tomorrow night is going to be a game changer for you. Okay? 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 I can't promise. Let me tell you something. I can't promise y'all no running, no holler. I I can't promise you that. If it happened in Tech Church, no. I don't promise my church either. Amen, somebody. But I will promise you this, that your relationship will become sweeter. It will intensify. Because that precious person of the Holy Spirit, he wants so bad to help us. And tonight, as you stand to your feet, I need you to lift your hands in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.